you're listening to episode number 18 of the podcast. Welcome back guys, I hope you are looking forward to this week's episode. I have two quick point uh, starter points before we get into this week's episode. Point number one is that I was very under the weather when recording this episode, so please forgive the voice. I hope you can listen past that, look past it, if you pardon the pun. Uh, I hope you can understand. And point number two, I am so excited to announce that we have launched the official uh, Facebook group for the Mike James Content Experience podcast. It is essentially a networking and resource-based group. Whenever I learn something, I'm going to be posting it in that group. I'm going to be sharing everything in that group, and we're going to be inciting conversations around topics that are going to help you develop your online brand in 2019. So if you want to take streaming and YouTube videos and all that jazz a little bit further and you want to learn a little bit more than your average person, then I recommend going and join that group. You can do that at facebook.com forward slash group, forward slash content experience podcast. I'd appreciate if you could join, guys. However, that aside, this week's guest is absolutely fantastic. She is not a partnered guest, but she is an established streamer and recently has been going viral on Twitter. But I won't give anything away, guys. So you've got a lot coming up, uh, including how she feels and how she's felt trying to grow her stream in 2019 and what we all feel anyway guys all that and more coming right up hope you enjoy this week's episode you are listening to the content experience podcast the podcast for those wanting to learn more about all aspects of content creation and streaming Each week we sit down with some of your favourite streamers to get to know the story behind the stream and what advice they would give to help build your dream career in content creation. All this with your host, taco lover, sci-fi geek and award-winning tap dancer, the Mike James. So, welcome to another episode of the podcast. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, mysterious guesto? (laughs) <laughs> well, hello. I am Third Artifact. Um, my real name is Kinsey. A lot of people prefer to call me that. Whatever. So Third Artifact, Kinsey, Third Artifact, they all work. Um, I have been streaming for a little over a year now, um, primarily on Twitch. I just started branching my videos over to YouTube, so I'm getting really stoked about um, learning how to do that. Um, I am... Married to an awesome husband who everyone thinks is a paid actor in my stream, and I swear he is not. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got two beautiful dogs, a husky named Ghost and a Australian Shepherd named Reinhardt. And that's about the gist of me. I mean, that <laughs> I love that, you know, you can have that sort of banter with your significant other, you know, being <laughs> on the stream. Um, I used to have the same a long time ago before my fiance decided she didn't want to join me anymore um <laughs> so she she left me and fiance friday was no more um, Aww, no. <laughs> um and it might also have something to do with the fact that i stopped streaming marbles as well but we won't go into that um <laughs> so third why don't you go ahead and take us back to before you started streaming on twitch were you into any sort of content creation or anything like did you do any youtube did you like we haven't had any yet but were you like into instagram or anything like that or so i back when i was in oh gosh all the way back to third grade i did a play of a midsummer night's dream by william shakespeare um i saw it actually performed up in indianapolis and i knew from the start like right then there i was like wow people do this for a living I want to go into performing arts. I want to be an actress. And that then progressed into, I want to make movies and I want to learn everything I can about behind the scenes. I want to do on screen, everything. It sort of fell apart when my family moved to a small town and they didn't have those programs where I could learn more behind the scenes things. Um, So it kind of fell apart there and I went through a whole phase of, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. Nothing feels right. I don't feel complete. Um, And then about my senior year, my husband and I started dating. He got me into gaming, fell in love with Blizzard games, was really hooked on that. 
And then from there, I made friends through the games that I played and a couple of them had mentioned, yo, you should go into streaming. Um, and that's kind of how I worked my way up into streaming. Ah, cool, cool. Um, we have kind of a, a similar background almost in terms of I, uh, I went to university uh, in hopes of, you know, going into filmmaking and uh, I've done YouTube for, well, like 10 years of my life or something on and off as a hobby um but i went to uh, university to try and you know go into filmmaking but again in the part of the uk that we live in we don't really have any or if at all we don't really have a scene for filmmaking around here um so it's a case of needing to move down to somewhere like you know manchester or london you know like a big city where you're gonna find film work um but so you 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 said you've been streaming for just over um a year um mm -hmm. obviously you are a um a fantastic streamer uh, what, what was streaming like for you at the very beginning like what what sort of you know like what was your experience going into it did you obviously you found it enjoyable otherwise you wouldn't have carried mm -hmm. on but um what what sort of what was your first thoughts about the platform when you first got into it so i originally started because i wanted to find more people to play overwatch with um and you know it was i mean it was slow i were playing like a game that's overly saturated because it was right when it came out so of course like didn't really get new people it was just people i knew outside of streaming that told me yo you should get into this um so not really a lot of growth every now and then i'd find someone and they would like hop in the game with me um eventually though i did somehow find like an all girls discord through it and we would do all girls teams um and stream that so and that's where i started to see like a little bit of more traffic um and then other than that really like i felt like when i was at like averaging like four or five viewers i got more trolls then than i do now probably because they thought like i didn't have anyone to ban or didn't know how to um which was kind of true i didn't have any mods i just had to like go kick them myself which was irritating um and then i also met like other women who streamed it as well and i got into kind of like a dark area where i would have um like these girls would come in play the game with me and then promote their own stream like there is a whole like story behind how I got into like a dark area with other streamers and actually stopped streaming for about two months um and didn't come back until after Christmas and got all those people out of my life and it's been so much better ever since I didn't I didn't know about reaching out to people on social media I didn't post anywhere on social media I just hit live and went for it um i thought that the whole make friends that's how you grow was a bs concept because these people would try to use my platform to build their own so mm. it was it was really rough starting out yeah it, 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 it i think it is for everyone isn't it it's like you know starting out you kind of you don't know what direction you know you're going in you don't really know how to utilize the platform to its you know full potential and mm -hmm. like you said i think that is a general consensus that you have a lot more uh you know trolls and you know people being a bit disrespectful at the beginning because they believe that you know you you don't know how to get rid of them and to be honest you're kind of a bit more vulnerable when you first go into it because you've got that whole thing about where people are sort of targeting you and like you don't know how to deal with it when you first start out but obviously it sounds like you well for the most part you managed to deal with it on your own which is pretty pretty uh pretty impressive um to you know deal with it on your own because you know whilst you're trying to focus on playing the game and you know delivering good content and then you've got people in chat that are you know being douchebags essentially <laughs> and then you've yeah. got to um <laughs> then you've got to take take it into your own hands essentially um yeah so obviously moving on into sort of the the middle of your streaming career so let's go back about about six months um let's talk about um you know you finding your footing so talk a little bit about or tell us a little bit sorry about your games that you used to stream 
versus how it kind of transformed as you got into streaming did you stick with the same games or did you change it up like what what happened as you started to grow on twitch i definitely changed it up so um when i came back from uh, my hiatus i was still kind of playing overwatch just because i had a hard time breaking away from it it was a game that was kind of like comfort food for me it just felt good um, and then I learned about a game called Paladins. That's a lot like it. So I got into Paladins, um, much, much smaller viewer base. So I started to see more people that I hadn't seen previously. Um, so from there, I also then had a very special person that we make jokes about in our stream, all, all in good fun. He rolls with it. Um, he would start saying, you should play Skyrim, play Skyrim. And then he would spell out Skyrim in the chat using each letter individually. <laughs> so um, I was like, you know what? I have been wanting to play it and check it out. I'll, I'll get it. So eventually, though, I did get it and I got into the game. Um, and I learned about the Skyrim community and I fell in love with the game and the community, learning about all the different things that you can do with Skyrim, like with mods. I love that the story, there's, it's so rich with history. Um, and I absolutely love that. And I'm wanting to dive even deeper into that. It's a game that I'm exploring for the first time. And it gives people an opportunity to kind of be like, oh, wow, this is your first time playing this game. It's been out since 2011. I wish I could experience it for the first time ever again. So it was so amazing. And I'm able to bring back those flashbacks and those memories of people staying up all night on their Xbox and <laughs> trying to like play through the game in a weekend. <laughs> so that's that's kind of how I've grown with my games. Of course, like I'll do some like the Sims here and there, but really like Skyrim has become my new comfort food. <laughs> hmm. I mean, everybody loves a bit of Skyrim. I know I've streamed uh skyrim on and off you know over the past couple of weeks uh and that's been that's been like super super fun uh i have completed it before um did you know that there's a, a skyrim mod that's being uh developed at the moment that's making it or they're trying to make it multiplayer that would be amazing <laughs> that would yeah. be so amazing yeah it's a, a group of guys i'm not i'm not sure how far they've got with it they they had a beta of it um a couple of months ago um and it was very very buggy but you could log on to um like your world with you and a friend and you could like walk around the world together but it was like very buggy and there was a lot of rubber banding and stuff but i imagine you know when that gets worked upon a bit more then it'll add a whole new element to it yeah it's a mod but you know it'll be fun to sort of invite uh maybe another streamer or something and you can sort of have that collaboration but i just thought i'd let you know because it's uh you know <laughs> it's it, it looks like it's going to be a good mod anyway um, i'm hoping that like the next skyrim release is going to be like that yeah just uh, praying <laughs> did you play any of the other elder scrolls games i didn't i have elder scrolls online i did it for like a stream um, so I'm wanting to like play that more. I kind of want to play it off stream with some friends just to kind of learn about the game. Mm. Um, so like basic like um, combat. Um, but I've heard a lot of good things about. I believe it's Oblivion is the one that everyone talks about. Oh, and I yes. think that's gonna be the next <laughs> one I get after I finish Skyrim. I want to jump into Oblivion and just kind of like I just kind of go through all of them. I didn't, you know what, I didn't even complete Oblivion because back in the day on Oblivion on the Xbox 360, there was a, a bug that you could do which duplicated items. Um, and I basically, whenever you duplicate, whenever you drop things on Skyrim, it's like a physical item, isn't it? That drops into the world and you can look down and you can pick it up again. And I remember duping on Oblivion and you just dupe thousands and thousands of uh, like spell scrolls and it would get to a point where it would just fill up the street in the city and it would just lag your console out and then your game oh, would no. crash and you'd pretty much lose your save every time but I did that so many times and I don't even know why I think you know I think sort of 12 11 year old me was a bit weird to be honest uh, <laughs> <laughs> who's not at 12 or 11 <laughs> Um, but yeah, so tell us a little bit about your um, journey as a streamer in general. Like, how have you found 
like streaming on Twitch personally? Like what? Like sort of like expect expectations versus reality kind of thing. So my expectations um, when I first started was like. Oh, I would see people all the time like, hey, if you want to grow, it happens over time. Just keep doing what you're doing. So I spent 400 hours streaming just Overwatch, zero growth. Um, and then I got into social media once I came back, um, meeting other people, checking out other people's streams. Because when I came back, I, I didn't have any friends. So it was like starting from scratch. So I was like, okay, I'll join a couple of Discord communities, get to know some people. Um, and from there, I ended up meeting people who, well, the biggest thing was I was nervous that people wouldn't like and enjoy my content because I'm a married woman on Twitch. I was told no one's going to watch you. You're married. When they find that out, they're going to stop watching. So um, through me like talking on Twitter about how that sort of thing had happened to me, I met a whole bunch of people who were like, that's ridiculous. Let's like, like, don't even worry about that um, because what's important is you as a person. And so I met people that valued me as a person and then found myself creating these really amazing friendships and meeting really cool people who I talk to every single day. And it's become um, like a family. And it's a it's basically like I fit in somewhere and I cannot stress that enough where I finally feel like I have people who care about me for me and that I am able to be myself around and um, they're not going to like just exclude me for whatever reason. But yeah, I've just, it feels like coming home really. Oh, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's adorable. <laughs> I've never ever heard anybody say that, but that's adorable. It feels like coming home. <laughs> it does. And the more I talk about how, that that feeling, the more I find out there are other creators who feel the same way. So I kind of feel like um, us as content creators, maybe we were never really destined to feel like we belong in the physical world, but like the online digital world is where we truly do belong. So I, I'm getting chills right now just talking about it. <laughs> is it like a situation where you'll be driving home from, from work and then you're going to stream and then you'll be listening to that song? I don't know who sings it. Um, you know the one the one where she's like tell the world i'm coming home yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> i can imagine you singing singing that in like a montage to a movie singing <laughs> singing that song driving in your car one arm out the window singing that song with like the twitch logo faded you know like going by <laughs> or like that gif where there's like the i can't remember who it is it honestly might even be joe biden but there's like the the old dude who's like coming in and he's dancing and everyone's like oh <laughs> that's like when i'm like walking up into someone's stream or in my discord everyone's like artifact and i'm like hey it's the homies what's up guys <laughs> oh, it's, it's 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 brilliant so yeah, I mean, you mentioned social media. Your social media mm -hmm. presence is uh, definitely building, and you know, building pretty, pretty rapidly. I mean, I mentioned it at the very, the uh, at the very beginning, um, but I just want to make reference to one clip that you posted on Twitter, which was the um, over nine thousand. Now, for anybody that <laughs> is unfamiliar and lives under a rock. Um, there is um, a Dragon Ball Z meme of which um, somebody is talking about his their spiritual level. I'm not really a huge Dragon Ball Z uh, fan, so somebody correct me if I'm wrong. But somebody says that um, his spirit level is over 9,000. And she, <laughs> third decided to set that as her as a unique clip for somebody that cheered 10,000 bits um to the channel and she just freaks out and normally the sort of generic way that a streamer freaks out is they sort of sit there and they're like oh my god thank you you know they they, they get flustered and they get a bit over the top but no 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 third artifact decided to stand up and then just full-on face plant not face plant <laughs> full-on face plant the floor 
and then the clip sort of just rolls off and it kind of ends and it's just the most hilarious thing ever because she's like oh my god stands up and then boom hits the deck <laughs> and it abs i remember watching it for the first time and it absolutely floored me when i watched it i could not stop laughing and i you know i took it on upon myself to actually mention that uh when we were doing this podcast and it's i mean tell us a little bit about the social media stuff like how do you come up like obviously you don't sit there and think oh what can i do to react to something today for social media um obviously this heavily ties in with your personality like how do you come up with these moments what goes through your head <laughs> so honestly it's kind of like building up inside jokes so for example there's another streamer uh when he raided me i freaked out and it, it was auntie if you don't know him auntie raided me and i was like oh my god and then he changed me screaming his name to one of his alerts so then the next time he raided me i was like okay i gotta do something better so then like i fell on the floor and like was like oh my god i can't believe it so um it's become like an inside joke with us so every time like we go into each other's channels we like freak out and so i'm like what can i do that's not something i've already done that's gonna make him crack up and it's that sort of thing so um like bit donations always like oh my god thank you so much blah blah, blah. but then um i actually because i i was thinking like what can i do for like a really big one so like earlier in the stream I actually like look over like this and what I'm doing is I'm moving one of my lights because I was like next big bit donation because Silicious, he was the one that donated it. He'd done a couple. I was like the next big one, I'm going to just stand up and fall on the floor and that's going to make him crack up laughing. So I actually like move my light. So when it happened, I heard the it's over 9,000 and I first like stopped because I was like, there's an alert going off. What is it? And then I look over at my my feed and I see it 10,000 bit and I was like, oh, my God. And then I just dropped. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone loved it. And I was like, OK, I'm glad everyone made that like everyone thought that that was funny. Um, So then I was like, wait a minute. I should post this on Twitter because it's actually like really funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's clips like that, that Twitter just sort of soaks up, isn't it? And I mean, you kind of mentioned there briefly about, um, you know, you knew this guy was, you know, you wanted to up your, do something a little bit better than last time. So it was a case of trying to one up yourself. And I usually mm. say to people, you know, when anybody asks me particularly for, you know any sort of advice or anything when it comes to streaming i normally say to them that you need to sort of and you know a lot of partners have discussed this on the podcast in the past um about creating an experience for your audience and it sounds like that's kind of what you're suggesting in terms of you know yeah it was aimed at one man but you were trying to think about well one individual and you were trying to think about how can i create a better experience for this one individual so <laughs> you stood up and face planted the floor. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, oh my God, were you okay? And I was like, yes, yeah, I was fine. Cause I actually at the last second, like threw up my elbows and literally like when I did it too, as I started to like fall over, I was like, shit, this is going to hurt. And I was actually scared too. <laughs> 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 so, like there was like a second where that's where you would hear the, in that moment, she realized she fucked up <laughs> like one of those <laughs> i can imagine you just standing up face plant in the floor and then and then you're like i'm all right i'm all right you stand up you turn around there's just like blood all over your face <laughs> and like your arms are like bent in distorted in weird directions and you're like i'm okay i'm fine <laughs> then you just faint on stream <laughs> I am just waiting for like one more thing to have more people like, oh my God. So for example, like I have all new like lights. I've only had these for a couple of weeks and they're actually very fragile. Um, so like when I did um, like my dating show, I had to move everything around. There was a lot of moving parts. Um, and I told them when I, we were in a discord before it aired, I was like, if one of my lights falls, don't acknowledge it, you know, in 
in performing arts, if something happens, just ignore it, completely keep going. Mm -hmm. I was like, if something falls, I'll catch it and put it back together, improvise until I can come back. So I'm waiting for like stuff to just start like falling on me on a stream and be like, oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because that will be clipped. (laughs) Yeah. I remember doing a lot of, uh, you know, drama in uh, secondary school, you know, and it it is it is difficult when things go wrong and you kind of just want to burst out laughing, but you know that you've got to keep rolling with it. Yeah. And so <laughs> I remember when I was doing one of my uh, final pieces in my GCSE exam and I stepped on somebody's uh, costume and like their cloak thing fell off. And, you know, like normally you'd be like, you know, you'd bend down, pick it up and put it back on and then resume sort of thing. But when you're doing theater and you're doing, you don't want to take the audience out of the performance. So you kind of have to like mm-hmm. role play a little bit. So say, for example, if you were playing, I think I was playing the like the ugly creature. So I was basically just playing myself in uh, The Tempest, the Shakespeare um, <laughs> play of The Tempest as like a weird creature that lives on the uh on the island and i was playing him and i was like hunched over and like crawling along sort of doing a bit of a a bit of a golem from lord of the rings uh kind of thing and it, it was uh it was it was, i remember knocking the clock off anyway and i had to like pick it up and that person sort of turned around and was like was like don't touch me foul creature and pretended to backhand me and i, I had to like cower away from it and it was like you know i basically too long didn't didn't listen I enjoy improvising. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but would you say improvising is kind of like a like a big key to your streams? Do you kind of just like improvise in certain situations to, you know, maybe try and turn it into like a comedic moment? Yeah. So if something goes wrong, so I think like a really good example um, of improvising because it actually involves my husband as well um we were doing we were trying to be mimi and funny and i was like i'm gonna stream playing neopets while still in a banana costume so i was having problems with the login because it it wasn't letting me because it wasn't a secure site and i was like oh it's not a secure site let me go ask my mom if i can create an account so you see me walk off camera and you hear the door open and i say mom can i create an account on neopets and my husband who's downstairs doing god knows what goes no and I go okay so I come back and I was like she said no but I'm gonna do it anyway (laughs) (laughs) oh that's hilarious yeah Yeah. creating those moments is priceless uh, for for (laughs) streams and that is I I think that's kind of what makes you you and it's what makes your streams so fun uh, to watch and you know to be a part of as well um which is you know kind of like your whole brand if you like and it's 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 great and i definitely recommend it however we're not you know we've got a lot to talk about and uh very little time so um sort of moving on slightly i wanted to talk about your streaming right now obviously we've spoken a little bit about your improvisation um but tell us a little bit about the challenges that you've that you're kind of facing right now with streaming like have you got any challenges or things you know playing sailing or are you trying to grow your channel and it's like you know becoming a little stale like anything like that so you know just challenges in general i think my biggest challenge right now is expanding myself onto other platforms so right now i'm trying to get on youtube and have a presence on youtube um i work a very demanding job outside of streaming so um, I have a crazy schedule there and then my stream schedule um, and I I have a agenda that I keep with all my times and I send pictures of it to my husband and I'm like let's schedule date night so that's a like a off stream challenge that's kind of a resort of my streaming is us trying to figure out like what can we do when um, so there's that Um, And then I want to do more than just like streaming games. So my challenge is always like, what can I come up with that people are going to enjoy and can get involved in? Because my big thing is I want people to feel like they're involved, like they're here with me being a part of this. Um, So that's really my focus right now as well. Hmm. I mean, it's a great focus to have. I mean, 
making everybody involved is kind of a, a big thing and obviously you mentioned trying to expand your you know your platforms which is always a you know strongly recommended thing in terms of uh growing your your brand and things um but let's sort of obviously you know you've uploaded what we're about to talk about onto youtube so it kind of ties in with it but tell us a little bit about the idea of your podcast because um you started your podcast called uh the thought talks um mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about the the process of making that like why what, what made you want to do that in the first place so i was having one of those days where i was thinking back to when i did um, all women's teams in overwatch um i play like single player games now um because those games make it easier for me to interact with chat um and i was thinking i want to do something with more women what can i do what about all women's podcasts where we talk about women um so um i made a tweet where i said that i wanted to do something like that i also posted it in um, two facebook groups that i'm part of and it blew up it was kind of overwhelming i had over a thousand people who wanted to be a part of it um so i had to go through um see all who wanted to be in it i went and checked out their channels because my biggest concern was if I do an all women's podcast, of course, there are going to be people who say, like, come in and pick on us. Um, and I didn't want it to be something where it was just a bunch of women complaining about men. Mm. Um, so I didn't want to bring on anyone who would start saying anything disrespectful and just talk about basically um, specific scenarios and What's a problem now? What's something that we can do to help with that issue? And just really shed light on specific scenarios. So the first one we did, just women in gaming in general. Um, the next one that we did uh, was yesterday, and we did cosplay. Um, and then the next one that we're going to be doing is going to be body positivity and society's expectations of what our body should look like. Um, and I'm I'm really proud of where it's gone. It's, it's done really well so far. I've had a lot of positive feedback. I'm just really thankful that people enjoy what we're doing, and I'm I'm really blessed that so many people want to take part in it. Hmm. Because um, obviously, we don't really want to drop any names into the conversation, but <laughs> the word on the grapevine is somebody helped you with the name of that podcast and helped you. <laughs> Uh, develop that podcast and obviously we're not going to mention any names because we don't want to <laughs> we don't want to hate on anybody <clears throat> the mic james um, <laughs> um, sweet cheeks helped out <laughs> <laughs> yeah um that was i'll tell you what it was it's it's been great helping out that podcast because for anybody that doesn't know um i also co-host a podcast on a thursday with uh four other guys call them my guys podcast um and when third approached me and she sort of said oh i'm thinking about doing a podcast and it was um basically going to be about women in gaming and i was kind of sat there and i was like so what are you calling it and i can't i can't remember the name that you suggested i'm not even i gonna... had no idea i actually like <laughs> pushed it off for like two weeks because i just freaked out I was like i can't think of a name <laughs> And then I was like, instantly in my head, it was like a switch. I knew that everybody associates the word sort of thought with, you know, any girl that is kind of putting themselves out there on a platform, some in more revealing ways than others. And some some guys just use it as a generally quite a mean word towards any like most female gamers. And I sort of knew in a single moment that if you were going to make a real statement, with the podcast and was going to be like you know something that somebody listens like hears somebody say the name like thought talks and then they're going to be like you know it's going to get that tick going in the head like they're really going to want to know what like is it thoughts talking like air quote quote unquote um or is it like you know people talking about like you know it it gets people asking questions in the head um and I just knew that it was a good name. And obviously you received, you have received a bit of a backlash of the name, right? You've had a, a just couple a of little. Yeah, yeah, surprisingly very little. Cause that was my concern when you said it, I was like, I love it. 
And then I was like, wait a minute, some people might be upset about that. So I approached um, the girls that were on the first episode and said, what do you guys think? And they were like, that's amazing. So I was like, okay, we'll roll with it. Uh, where I got the most backlash, where I got all the backlash was Facebook, which I feel like Facebook generally has a very toxic um, community, quite honestly. It's just, oh, it does, yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For some reason, Facebook, I think it's just because that's people's personal Facebook. It's like their house. So they feel like they can act and do whatever they want. Um, but Facebook, people got really upset about the name um, to the point where like I had someone come over into the podcast and was like going off about it. And I was like, if you don't like it, create your own. But here's the thing. By you watching it and yelling at me, by you commenting on the post, you are boosting my podcast so thank you for your contribution and helping thought talks reach more people because honestly like that's the thing like that's why i'm not too concerned people being upset about it because i'm like if you're concerned about it if people are upset about something they're gonna talk about it and that's just gonna help more people be like oh what's going on over here oh that's cool um and really like i've had a lot of people say that's an amazing name. I need to find a reason to be on your show just because I I want to be a part of something called Thought Talks. That's hilarious. So yeah, that's kind of like the the opposite side of it. I knew that most people with common sense would hear the name and just find it hilarious and mm -hmm. they'd want to you know kind of hear what it's about. Um which, you know, I actually when you mentioned about the person that got a bit upset and you were like, oh, if you're unhappy with it, go and make your own podcast and, you know, talk about your own things. I actually remember reading those comments in the chat. Um, <laughs> I remember reading those comments when she uh, when she, they were posting them in, in the chat when you were when you were live. And uh, obviously I was watching the VOD afterwards, so I couldn't reply. Um, but yeah, obviously, I think you're going to always to be honest even if you had named that podcast let's say something like i don't know even if you girl just went talk. with girl talks somebody mm. would have come in when it come in and been like oh well i don't like the fact that you're using girl talks because it's exactly like this that and the other and it's just like oh this yeah and uh, i feel world. like <laughs> a lot of people had this ideology that it was going to be just girls bashing guys um because like when this person was complaining, I was like, but did you listen to anything that we were saying? Did you agree with anything that we were saying? No, you were just spending all your time arguing about the name. That's fine. Um, but like, I actually had someone when I announced it say like, that's stupid. You're going to be wasting your time. I won't want, I'm not going to watch this. After I did it, I received a message from this guy and he said, I ended up watching it. And I liked a lot of the points you made. You guys even talked about how women can be um, just as or even more toxic in games than guys can. And I really respect you for touching on that subject. And I was like, well, of course, this wasn't this wasn't meant to like put other people down. This is to talk about what we can do to bring people together. And you can't really do that by harming others. Yeah, it's. You you did touch on some you know on some fantastic subjects and to be honest we we uh, you know on the my guys we had a similar discussion uh, as we were sort of planning it before we did the first episode where we were like I, like we were a little bit worried that you know people might come in and comment that we're like a guy only podcast and we were worried about talking about you know things like like when the whole um, you know gamer girl bath stuff came about um like we were worried about talking about that on stream because we were just a little bit worried about you know people sort of talking about oh well you, you're just a group of guys of course you're gonna say that and this that and the other and but to be honest we haven't really had anybody belittle our views yet um but yeah I, I love the idea of your podcast and that's why i was like you know super happy to help in any way that i could um, because obviously, well, A, I like helping people anyway, and B, I knew that it was going to be such a great, you know, like situ like podcast and thing to bring to the world that there was no reason not to help. But your life isn't all just about your podcast because you do other things and we've touched upon your streaming. But I want to talk about this date show because that is one thing that <laughs> I didn't see coming because we didn't talk about the dating show. Um, 
like prior to that and i i I tell you what in my head when i saw you announce the dating show i was kind of like has she swapped out the podcast for the dating show i thought you'd like (laughs) given up on the podcast i was like what what's going on here and but then obviously the more that we um spoke and obviously i you know sat and watched the uh the vod again and stuff like that i kind of got the got to you know the grips of the uh of the dating show but why don't you go ahead and talk us uh, a little bit talk us through the dating show like why <laughs> <laughs> so um i have a i honestly have more guy friends than i do female friends i know that's like typical to say but honestly i don't know why i probably because i'm really bro <laughs> I don't know, but I have a lot of guy friends and all those guys, because I'm like, I'm a married woman. I love talking to people. Um, they feel comfortable coming to me about their girl problems. And I love talking to them about that. I love to be able to help them. So I have a lot of guys who wind up like with girls that really like aren't that interested, but just really want their attention or like they end up with girls that are just all over the place. And I'm like, dude, I don't know what's going on here, but get away she sounds dangerous so and a couple of those guys are streamers and i was like that would be so cool to do a dating show and the more i thought about it i was like i'll probably get more guys that want to do it than women um so that's going to be a a big issue and then what if like we do a dating show two people match up and then like give it like a week the one of them starts like messaging the other like too much and they're not interested and then it becomes like a harassment situation i was like i don't want to be responsible for anything like that so i thought what if we do it as just like a big improv show and do it like for fun so i approached a couple people and was like would you want to be on my dating show and one of them was like I'm married. And I was like, I know, but the person would be a dude asking you questions and you pretend to be a girl. And then it'll just be like one big, everyone got debated in the end. Like, wouldn't that be so funny? And they were like, okay, that's a good idea. Because then like, it's all, I'm also able to bring on people who would want to, but like, yo, I can't like, that sounds fun, but I'm married. Well, now you can, you put on this persona. We like thought of like, what are some funny questions that we can ask? Um, Bailey did a phenomenal job as girl number three. Everyone loved her Russian accent. Um, My mom was watching it with my siblings and they loved it. It was just so much fun. And it was just a way for us to like get a bunch of people involved to do like a really fun, like it felt almost like an SNL skit. Like we had an overall story that was going to be happening, but a lot of it was just improv there on the spot. And we even had like technical difficulties during the stream. My room was a mess. It was just insanity. But through that, I learned, okay, this is what I got to do for the next one to make it better. Um, And a lot of people said that they want to be part of the next one. So I'm kind of like, really focused on thought talks right now however i've kind of got like the next episode kind of going on the back lines i got a couple people that want to be part of it i still got to bring in a couple other ones um i need a bigger green screen that's for sure (laughs) (laughs) but it was just so much fun and i have ideas for how to make it longer because it was only like 45 minutes which is about the same length as a regular dating show but at the same time i'm like this isn't cable television this is twitch what can i do to make it better than cable television so i've got a couple ideas and i want to make sure everything is put together before i do the next one but it was just so much fun i have to do another one i was laughing um just a second ago because you were like oh do you want to come on a dating show and then your friend was like i'm married then you were like (laughs) yeah yeah but it's not going to be like a normal dating show you're basically going to be chibating a guy thinking that you're a girl and then he's like Okay, I'm in. <laughs> it's like when it when when it's like a normal dating show. It's like uh, uh-uh, I'm married. Yeah, it's not a normal dating show. You're gonna be chibiting a guy. Okay, yeah, count me in. I'm in. I'll, I'll do that. It just it made me laugh because of the scenario that I played in my head. That was just. Oh, yeah, and funny. I was worried too that viewers would be like, like there are people who messaged me and said, I want to be on this. Like, I need help finding someone. And I'm like, oh, they might be upset. And then later they were like, that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm glad you still enjoyed it. 
yeah it's uh <laughs> i think you might end up with a couple of people that are like yeah i want to come on the show because i need help finding love yeah. and then you have to break it to them that it's not you know like a real show and then they're like oh <laughs> uh, you know, being like can i can i still come on the show though <laughs> okay come on my sweet little cinnamon roll oh <laughs> uh, um but yeah, it sounds like you got some, you know, some fa- fantastic uh, concepts. And obviously, we usually ask people about the futures and where they see their future. But I mean, you've kind of touched on a lot of it already in terms of, you know, like moving over to YouTube and getting a lot of content on a YouTube and expanding your streams into like the dating show and the podcast and things like that and building that up over time. And I, and I do, I, I have huge confidence in you and your ideas and and the podcast and i think you are um you will go far um in you know in terms of content creation and, and things like that um i don't know if anybody can tell yet but i'm uh <laughs> starting to struggle to keep talking but i will power okay. on i will power on we will get this done um <clears throat> anyway moving on (laughs) um so i don't usually do this but i wanted to do this anyway because obviously you're a big advert you're a big advocate for twitter you post on twitter um what like every couple of hours you try to post something on twitter try to yes you Mm. know something is wrong or i'm really busy if i haven't posted on twitter in three hours (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and uh, Twitter is, you know, the more you can post, the better. I personally tried to post, oh, you know, up until about a week ago before I sort of took a step back, I tried to post um, like every two hours, you know, every two to three hours, um, all day, like sort of every day, even in like, you know, like 2 a.m. I'm in bed and I'm like, you know, I've got insomnia and I can't sleep, but I feel dreadful and I'm like, must send a tweet. <laughs> Um, but I tell you what, it, it it comes back to bite me in the ass more than it helps because you send a tweet out at like 2 a.m. and it's like, ooh, I want to be a bit edgy and controversial and, you know, re- try and rile a few people up and then people start biting you in the ass and then you're like, oh, I can't be as dealing with this at 2 a.m. <laughs> so I just end up deleting uh, all of the tweets sort of post midnight anyway. But um, so, yeah. Um, what I was moving on to was drama. Now we've already mentioned that you know Facebook can be quite a dramatic sort of space um, in certain groups um, that I've had experience with myself. But lately, Twitter's had quite a lot of drama in regards to you know certain individuals where um, you know like clips have surfaced and you know rumors had surfaced and things like that, and a lot of drama like. How do you, how do you, do you get drawn into drama? Because I don't really, I don't think I've ever seen you really get pulled into drama on Twitter all that much. And if you do, you sort of, you sort of subtweet it in your own and sort of hilarious fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, like how, how, how do you find using Twitter? Do you find that you have a lot of sort of drama on Twitter or do you find that it's relatively minimal and it just spikes occasionally i think it it spikes occasionally so i don't really find myself in a lot of drama um i don't know how i will literally talk about anything maybe that's why (laughs) maybe because (laughs) i'll be honest with people um but like when something goes crazy viral so you don't like uh yeah someone being stupid in the twitch community good job um i like to because i consider myself kind of a troll so like i like to like make fun of the situation um that's kind of my way of being like yo what you did was dumb so i'm gonna laugh at it in this context um Mm. I've I've had like a couple tweet like I have like subtweeted. Um I've had people DM me like you might as well just tag me and I'm like okay, but here's the thing. If I tag you, I'm going to basically be sending um an army of people with like pitchforks and torches 
to your front door and then you're going to start getting like all these hateful comments. I don't want to do that. I don't, my intention is never to like send people out to hate you. Um, if anything, I'm, I'm again, like shedding light on a situation. Yo, this is wrong. You shouldn't be doing this. Um, you are hurting people. You're using people. It's not okay. And I know they're going to see, I know they're going to see it. (laughs) So, um, I keep that in mind too. This person's going to be mad at me, but at the same time, I'm like, but are you mad because you got caught or are you just mad that like, I'm not fooled by this. Are you going to change? Because I've had people, I recently I've had someone like apologize for something. I called them out on Twitter. Um, and I, someone else had seen it, sent me a screenshot of like some of that person's numbers. And I was like, you are guilty of doing this consistently. Your apology means nothing. It yeah, means I'm, I'm sorry. Nothing. I'm sorry about that. i'm sorry that i have been doing ridiculous things uh but you know forgive me (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i mean generally you just have some fantastic tweets and content and it's uh it's great to uh great to uh watch and you know it's been super great you know having you as a I wouldn't, I, I want to say as a friend, but it hasn't really been so much a friendship, more so I I get a message from third maybe every other day and she's like, Mike, I, need, I can't do this, how do I do this? And I'm like, uh, well, maybe try doing it this way. And then, like, for example, we had a thing last week where she was like, oh, I can't, I can't figure out how to export this video in uh, Sony Vegas um because it says it's going to take like 10 years to export and then i i I kind of started typing as if i knew what i was talking about but then i sort of stopped for a second and i was like i've never used sony vegas i'm gonna go (laughs) google real quick (laughs) so you want to know what became of that yeah, actually, because I never actually messaged. <laughs> I actually went away to do some research, but then I just never got around to messaging, you know, messaging so, you back. So, yeah. So, a couple of days later, I felt so stupid. It was telling me that it was going to take, um, like, I was like, it's telling me it's going to take 58 hours. I was looking at it wrong. It was 58 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> And I kind of like, I I was like, okay, I'm going to try rendering it again. I'm going to like change how it uses like my, com- like all my computer hardware. So it'll help it. Like I did all this research and it was doing it again. And I was like, what the, oh, that's minutes. So I just kind of sat there and was like, I wasted how long my YouTube video could have been uploaded. How long ago? <laughs> I think it was about two weeks, wasn't it? I think it was, yeah. it was just short of two weeks. Yeah, I was like, "Wow, okay, well, lesson learned." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I stress a bit too much about things and overlook minor details, and that's like my biggest flaw. <laughs> I stress way too much. To like, for example, like I stress about my content. So it means a lot to me when you say you enjoy my content because I actually I remember seeing. Honestly, it might have been even Ashney tweeted something about like what makes you unique and different from other streamers. I remember reading it and thinking about it and not being able to come up with anything and just start crying. And I had like a whole day where I had like like a mental breakdown about my own identity of who am I? What makes me different? What is going to be something that people enjoy about me? Why do people like me? And it was really, really hard on me. So it means a lot to me when people are like, I enjoy you and your content. And I'm like, really? You really do? That means so much to me. In this stream, Third Artifact sums up how every streamer feels. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, thank you for listening. That's pretty much summed up the entire podcast where everybody (laughs) feels like they don't know how to explain themselves. And we love a compliment. Thank you for listening. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, I, I yeah I I think you don't give yourself. You're kind of like me. In fact, you're a lot like me 
in that you don't give yourself enough, if any, credit at all. Because um, I don't either. I always think that my uh, streams suck. And then it always comes around to somebody like Zombie Zombiefoot J or somebody else that's like, Mike, you don't give yourself enough credit, dude, because you handle yourself brilliantly on stream. And I'm like, do I? <laughs> <laughs> With the world's most ugliest crying face. <laughs> it makes it better. <laughs> um but yeah, I definitely don't. I definitely feel like you don't give yourself enough credit for your content. And I mean, your numbers kind of reflect that because yeah, a lot of people would say, "Oh, well, you've made it when you hit partnership." But honestly, you have you have a great community that you know is apparent by the people that have come out tonight um, to support you uh, and listen to you ramble on and talk about your madness. Um, and you know, all of your, you know, let's talk business for a second. All of your numbers are kind of reflecting your, you know, the amount of work that you're putting in and they are growing. Um, or at least to me, they, from an outsider's <laughs> point, you know, somebody that can't make every stream seem definitely seems like your numbers are growing, uh, and your community is growing and your, you know, your presence is growing and your confidence is growing, you know, stemming out into podcasts and into youtube and stuff like that so you need to give yourself more credit <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i've ever been one of the people that gives myself credit like i like i struggle with feeling that i'm enough i have problems like thinking oh my gosh i'm so grateful that someone stopped how do i show how grateful i am what if they don't think i'm grateful enough what if they think that i'm just like oh yeah thanks like I saw. I just found out today someone got like an eight hundred dollar donation, and their response was, "Oh," and I was like, "What? How could you not like? Like I fell on the floor for a hundred, eight hundred. Oh my! I don't even know. I I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> like and so like when I if we look at like numbers and stuff, um, when I look at my numbers because I I do like to look at numbers just because I like looking at statistics. I love statistics. I love math in school. I don't think I just... there's anything wrong with looking at statistics. I know a lot of people yeah. shy away from it, but I honestly don't feel like there's anything wrong with it. It's how you become consumed by numbers is when it's when you start treating people as numbers. So right. for example, you see like five people spike up in chat and rather than seeing for example right now i see you know miss watson great streamer friend she pretty much comes and takes over my house every weekend when she travels up here you know we've got train and we've got guys from your community but i've got train who's a good iro friend and we've got you know hundreds of you know not hundreds but you know lots of people that come in and you know i see people but some people get consumed by numbers and they read the names but they detach from the person and they are like oh hey dude welcome back to the stream how are you doing and then in their head they're just thinking yay plus one plus one plus one right but, um you know not most people are to me anyway i say are allowed to be you know focused on you know giving a good like you giving a fantastic experience to watch but then you know are allowed to sort of sit back and say right how does my experience reflect in terms of the support shown by the community but yeah anyway i'll, I'll stop rambling and let you say what <laughs> you're, you say. you're fine um so for me like when i see my numbers grow for me like it's like a what can I do to show my appreciation? What can I do for these people? I honestly, I get scared of what if I'm at a point where I have like a lot of viewers, I'm not able to connect to them individually. Like I am, I'm scared of that. I don't want someone to think like, I don't care. I keep my, I keep my DMs open for a reason. And I would tell people that on my streams too. Like, um, um, we call him my drunk uncle, Drunkle. Um, he messaged me and he was like, I'm so sorry to DM you. And I was like, you can DM me. It is okay. Like we can sit here and chit chat. I couldn't tell you how many people like I'll DM and be like, Hey, are you doing okay? You seem kind of down today. What's going on? Um, that sort of thing. Or, Hey, um, thanks for all those subs that you sent to me. Um, cause I, I got like a 25 
a self bomb during my podcast. And when I'm in like my podcast mode, I really focus on the questions and the girls I'm talking to. So I messaged them and I was like, Hey, I'm really sorry if I seem kind of like detached from your, your gifted subs. I want, you to know, I am very thankful. I was kind of like in like a character and you broke me out of character for just a <laughs> second. Um, it is, but I am really yeah. appreciative. Yeah, it, and it's it is hard though. Sorry to interrupt. It is oh no, you're fine. Super hard because I am facing that right now in terms of you know we've got people that are like following the the channel as we are speaking, people that are typing in chat, and naturally, sort of instinctively, I want to talk to them and I want to thank them and I want to you know show them some love, but at the same time, I'm like no. I must remain silent whilst I listen to the master speak. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like every time, like it, it, the, the, it's horrible when people, you know, it's, it's not horrible per se, but like the feeling personally is kind of horrible when somebody takes their time to sub to you or, you know, cheer to your channel and you're listening to a great answer and you're like, I want to speak, but I can't because I'm listening to what person is saying. Um, and yeah, and it's like you know when when you upload these sort of talks to you know like YouTube. Well, YouTube is a bit different, but when you upload them to like Spotify and iTunes, and people are listening to this podcast as they're you know getting ready or driving to work and things like that, they can't see what's going on in chat. So you kind of have to create an auditory experience for them to listen to um right. which is why normally when i'm feeling well enough i usually say to the guest if you're going to read something in chat say their name first so that people you know kind of say for example miss watson in chat says x y and z then you kind of you know the person listening on the other end kind of knows all oh, right so they're referring to something in chat rather than just talking about you know random nonsense and stuff like that mm -hmm. but um as you as many are probably aware um you know i haven't I ha i've had a bit of a short break and everything's a bit of a mind boggle right now and my throat is you know failing me uh <laughs> and it's like i'm trying to hold it together and i think i'm doing a good job but we you, you know. are <laughs> you are uh, you need to give yourself more credit <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is this is one of those. See, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Where I can only ever find the flaws in what I'm saying, and then it takes somebody else, who, to be fair, is you know basically using my own advice against me uh, by saying <laughs> you need to take more credit. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's you know there's there's so much about your journey that I'd love to sit and talk about, and obviously, you know the the podcast we can't talk about it in the podcast, but I'm hoping. You might have some time to continue this discussion and answer any questions however i think that is going to be it for the podcast is there anything that you feel about your journey and about twitch or anything like that that you really wanted to talk about or that you thought you might talk about that i've missed out um really just anyone that wants to get into streaming like really do branch out and meet other people and just you really do give back what you give. And I thought it was, I honestly thought it was such BS when I heard that. Cause I was like, people just want to be my friend to like grow. That's not a real friendship. But like right now, this entire podcast, I've been getting a ton of DMS from like other streamers. That I've become really good friends with, and I just love them so much. Um, and I'm going to have like 800 messages when I get out of here. So, <laughs> um, so really like the best thing about this really is the people that you meet along the way and finding a place where it is like coming home, like I had said earlier. Um, and other than that, really, I just thank you to everyone that has helped me so much. And I couldn't be where I'm at today without all these people who like me. And I didn't think I would ever find a place where people do enjoy me for who I am. Um, and it literally means the world to me that people appreciate me for who I am. So thank you guys. Like you. I think <laughs> a lot of people adore you for your personality and just everything about you is just so incredibly like adorable. Like, cause normally I don't know about you, but I feel like, you know, this isn't a dig at anybody in particular, but I feel like, 
you know, a lot of girls on Twitch, because of everything that they face and the things that you have spoken about in your podcast, um, I feel like a lot of girls adopt this quite sort of dominant personality, this quite sassy yeah. personality. And you, you, it's clear from your community that you have a bit of a sassy side, but you also have like, you like that, if you can picture this, you like that, you know that cute, adorable little monkey from um, Madagascar? You know, the little tiny, tiny Wait, round. They're not monkeys, they're lemurs. Oh, is it lemur? No, no, the, 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 no. The, 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 the monkey that is with is a lemur, but he, I don't think he's a lemur. He's like that cute little tiny adorable little round creature and I don't know what he is actually but um I picture like if you were in the Madagascar universe you'd be kind of like that creature where you're just like cute and adorable but then you've got this like like this super like angry sassy side <laughs> um <laughs> on the side of things uh, <laughs> you like make me mad and you will know my fury <laughs> <laughs> But other than that, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, somebody in somebody in the in the chat actually just said the name. It is Mort. Mort. Uh, I don't remember Mort. I don't let, remember Mort. Let me get a link. I'll post it in the uh, in the chat for people to check out. There's there's a link to the character that I'm talking about. That's what I. That's kind of what I picture. <gasps> if, oh if, yeah. If third artifact had a. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, he's probably just a baby lemur. Like, if you had a spirit animal, I feel like he would be your spirit animal. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, honestly, you have uh, fantastic content, and hopefully, you'll have time uh, to you know hang out a bit after the uh, after the podcast and answer any questions. But yeah. I do want to thank you uh, for coming on. Where can people find you if they want to go and follow you? This is your time to shout out whatever the hell you want. Um, so it's third artifact on all my platforms. So Twitch, Instagram, Twitter. Um, I always say that like my best one is really like Twitter. I love uh I <laughs> I love just interacting with people on Twitter. So like I'll be in my stream and people are like you're funny and I'm like, Oh, but have you seen me on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh and third artifact is on YouTube as well. I've got one podcast up, much more to come uh yeah yeah that's, that's it <laughs> and i just want to stress it is a third underscore artifact she's one on of those some of them on some of them she's one of those people that yeah. decided to put an underscore in she's one of those people <laughs> uh, i think like instagram wouldn't let me use underscore so it throws people off and i'm like i am so sorry complain to instagram <laughs> um but yeah thank you so much for taking your time to come and speak to us hopefully um, everybody in the chat will be able to now ask you some uh, some fantastic questions Thank you for listening to episode number 18 of the podcast, guys. Remember, if the group sounds like something you want to join, you can do it at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash content experience podcast. The group is a networking resource group and it is going to be a great tool for you to use to grow your content in 2019 and learn everything that I'm learning. Guys, I really do hope you've enjoyed this episode. Another quick shout out for our Patreons, especially Swagamemnon, who joined the Facebook group and left a wonderful message, basically just saying that she believes in everything that I do. So Swagamemnon, thank you for all of your love and support. However, guys, that's it for this week. I will hopefully see you guys live on Twitch on Friday. If you'd like to catch me live, you can do it twitch.tv forward slash the Mike James. And if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, that would be twitter.com forward slash it's the Mike James or at it's the Mike James, where you can go and leave me all of your reviews and possibly get a shout out in next week's podcast episode. Anyway, guys, thank you for listening and farewell. <laughs>